it's time for another edition of the Racing It Out podcast. She's Caitlin. I'm Todd. Thanks for joining us. Hope you've liked and subscribed to our podcast, wherever you get your podcast, be it Spotify, be it YouTube, be it Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher. How many other ones are we on? Like dozens, um, right? Millions? Hundreds? Thousands? God, are there even millions of podcasts? It seems like, like platforms? there are. It, feels, it seems like it. I think, okay, we for Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Many. Um, many. iHeart Radio, I think. I'm um, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's 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 throw that in there. Even oh, if we're yeah. not, we are now, as far yeah. as as far as we're concerned. That's that's all that really matters is exactly the uh racing and out podcast. So since we last gathered, we've been to a racing event. There are other racing events coming up. Uh the NASCAR Pinty series is soon to be uh setting sail on a three-hour tour for the transporters to uh yeah no <laughs> I, 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 I'm, just, I'm being silly i'm just no no i'm dead like three-hour tour is the old gilligan's island sitcom oh, on oh a three god hour tour. okay i know i'm really dating myself because we're many generations <laughs> i was about to apart. be like todd you are like so under like how long that ferry trip is gonna be for these haulers i know <laughs> I know the the actual ride. Yeah, anyhow, but they're they'll they'll be there. We'll be there. I'm I am super excited about that event. Never having been to Newfoundland before, mm. I think it's going to be fun. We we just finished a round in Quebec, which was sensational. We we this this event has been plagued by rain in the past. We'll say and it still technically was think, plagued by well, rain this weekend. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't refer to it as plagued though. I would say impacted slightly because we were only delayed about what thirty to forty five minutes from uh, the scheduled start of the green flag. Yeah, an hour. I think we were supposed to. Was go it at even five. an hour? Yeah, yeah, I think we were supposed to go at five, and then we didn't drop it until six. Or sorry, we were supposed to go at five thirty, and we didn't drop it until six thirty. Yeah. So even yeah. still, but the the day went along smoothly, and it was it was great. the The race was super dramatic and super exciting, and that's pretty much what everyone said going going into it. It's going uh, to be action. Twenty three cars happening. on show at Chaudier. And Good luck. running running side by side, some of the time um kind of on top of each other some of the time if you haven't seen the video yet it uh, will debut on tsn on the 18th of june at 3 p.m eastern um yeah nope, there's 2 p.m 2 p.m i oh, just shifted? got yeah oh, i literally like within the hour got an email from joel that was like it's moved forward an hour okay. so right before f1 call qualifying yeah exactly so it's which leads me to another topic that we should get into this weekend as well because formula one is back in montreal the we're recording this a couple of days in advance of the on-track action but the excitement the anticipation that city is just going to be buzzing from now right through until sunday monday and and the, and the hangover i imagine is going to continue till at least midweek but it is it is a spectacular event at the at, at any other time but not having run there for a couple of years it is going to be over the top exciting it's a hot ticket like tickets yeah. like tickets on StubHub for like GA were going for like thousands of dollars last time I checked right. it was insane I was like my friends and I were con contemplating going at the beginning of the season we're like why not like it shouldn't be that bad and we looked at her like oh yeah 
it's a it's it's a costly uh, venture to to go to Montreal for well, that, that so Grand Prix weekend. I went in 2019 and I just got like a GA ticket. Mind yeah. you, I wish I had spent like the extra hundred dollars to upgrade to a grandstand. I wish I had a seat to like see something, but yeah. I waited too late and I I think I bought my tickets on StubHub like week of. And it was like $150 for GA. Wasn't bad. It was my first Grand Prix. For me, it was the excitement of like being on like St. Catharines and Peel Street in downtown yeah. Montreal. Like that street fest they throw is amazing. Yeah. But the fact that it went from like $150 to $200, like <laughs> thousands of dollars to get into this event is insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, just just to give you an idea of the relative cost too, last November, a group of us went to Mexico for a week just to get away, little little relaxing, a uh, few beverages, quiet and stuff. It was the same weekend that Formula One was racing in Mexico City oh. at uh, the Grand Prix, and I thought, okay, well, you know, and from where we were in Huatulco, it's like, okay, it's like an hour flight. You could do it. Leave first thing in the morning and go. It's like, all right. So it's like, okay, I got to price it out and look at it. Well, everything is sold out. You're into the secondary market, and except for the Formula One paddock club which did have tickets available for the Sunday only. They were $6,000 US each. I did not buy any. Yeah, safe <laughs> to say you didn't. Oh my God, I would be shocked to see what they are because there are yeah. still... Grandstand and GA tickets have been sold out for like months. I think they yeah. sold out within like the first few weeks of yes. the event going live. Yes. But last time I checked, there were still the paddock club and a lot of like the packages still available. Sure. For a price. For, for a price. So that's my question is how much are those tickets in Canadian? If you need to ask, you're not going to be buying them. But that's okay because we'll enjoy the the great and spectacular television coverage that will be oh, yeah. be with us on on TV. I, I I have not been to the Grand Prix for a few years. Like nobody has because it hasn't run for a few years. But even previous to that, it's it's been a couple of years. Usually, I've been working and doing other events and stuff. Mm -hmm. I did go one year as a spectator though, and sat in the grandstand and I had really good seats because I had a, I had a connection. So he had a connection. He had a connection. <laughs> um, the year was 1999 and formula one racer, fishing aficionados will know that year because that is the year that the phrase champions wall became a big thing because Damon Hill, Michael Schumacher and Jacques Villeneuve, all formula one champions hit the wall in the chicane and you heard the, from where i was sitting you heard the thud and the scraping of the car and i sat up and looked forward and looked to my left because that's where they were hitting it was, is, it, it was <laughs> is it coming into the chicane or well you hit the wall coming out on the on the you make the right hander then you try for the left hander but the it, the car doesn't stick so you hit the right hand side is that the wall i can't remember what year it was but i remember it was ranger and somebody else when this is when we used to race there. Yeah. Is this the same wall that 
ranger wrecked or wrecked somebody coming out of the chicane on the final lap that was the uh that was the hairpin i believe and it was jason bowles i thought there was also a chicane moment as well um don't I think recall. it might be 2011. I could be so Maybe. wrong, though. Uh, yeah, I'm, th I'm thinking of the, because there was a there was a late dash, and I'm remembering the one with Ranger and Jason Bowles, uh, where Bowles shoved him out of the way, because I, I remember this because mm -hmm. I talked to the crew chief just before, because we were under yellow, and he said, this is our last race of the year. Go ahead and use the car up. It's fine. So Bowles shoved Ranger out of the way. Ranger decided anything you can do, I can do better. So he stuck him in the wall and won the race. I, and I remember this because in the, during pandemic years, we showed that race on, during our roots rewinds, yes. but I vividly remember there also being a moment where so like someone got dug into the wall within like yeah. the chicane, like right after the chicane. So mm -hmm. I'll have to look it up after because I was going to try be. and look it up now, but I feel like I'll deep dive too far and <laughs> we'll be sitting here in silence. For <laughs> but that's okay. But the but the Grand Prix is a is is a great event, and yes, it's it's a shame that stock cars don't race there uh, anymore. Fingers crossed, maybe it does come back as a as an event one day, even I if never it. I never you got never to got to go yeah yeah even if even if the the series from the us be it xfinity trucks or whatever don't come up it would be a great event to have a second race weekend at circuit Gilles-Villeneuve in montreal with mm. stock cars with the nascar pinty series there's there's other series that could run there as well you could do a second weekend for uh, Formula 1600, I believe, are running as part of uh, the Grand Prix and a couple of others. Like, if you put them together, you could make a you could make another nice weekend out of it. It'd be a lot you of fun. You could. It could be like a whole like you have that whole. It could be either like before or after. You have the full two weeks. You do all the stock car first, and then you bring in F1, or you mm -hmm. do it after, which is probably how F1 would like it. They yes. probably like to have their paddock and have all their stuff, and don't want other teams in there destroying oh. their stuff. Oh, you you have you do not get near the Formula One paddock unless you were involved with the Formula One car. Yeah, well, I really the support like support series paddock is about three kilometers away from that. <laughs> well, I remember everyone telling me who have like worked in our series at Circuit Gilvilnov. Yeah, like being like, oh yeah, it's like a twenty minute walk to get to the start finish line from the Pinty's paddock, and I'm like, it's Ooh. a twenty minute golf cart ride. Oh shit! <laughs> really? Yeah, it's oh. a long way. But still, so what? I mean, you're 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 at this this fame track. It's a it, it it's it's a spectacular setting, and it's really it would really be. They something. spend so much time, money. Like they start setting up for this in what April? I want to yeah, say it, it does start early. Here's the here's the plug. I'll sneak in because I just did an interview this week with Francois Dumontier, who's the president and CEO of the the Grand Prix, for the mm -hmm. next episode of Rev Culture, which is airing on Monday. And he talked about the tickets went on sale in December, their response was great. And they do take, it does take months to set up mm -hmm. because it's all temporary, yeah. except for the the pit, uh, the pit building. Yeah. Everything else is temporary. So why not double it up? Yeah, sure. It's like, we, like our, at least for Pinties, our schedule is flexible enough. There are very few like dedicated events that have those weekends. Yes. Why not? just double it up and then you have the the two full weekends of racing and festivities and all this stuff and you're not spending 
two, three months setting up all these grandstands and these, this, these cash fences just for one weekend of racing. They are when did, only, when did we only allowed to two. There? Yeah, they're only allowed to uh, maximum, but yeah, uh, it bring, put that on the uh, agenda for the next, mm -hmm. uh, Pinty's, uh, brain trust meeting. So I, I think you should bring that forward hey. and, uh, make that Ask happen. International. There you go. You know, they're, they're, they're doing the, uh, the clash of the Coliseum again. This mm -hmm. is, this would be another spectacular, uh, event to be part of, it would. to be part of, uh, racing. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be it a lot be, of fun. It would be insane. And again, like you said, we don't need nascar trucks nascar xfinity to come up for no. this race but it would be it's such a historic track in canada and to have mm -hmm. canada's national series racing on it not racing on it sorry yeah it's a shame it would be great be a lot it would of fun be amazing all right um so is there anything else from uh autodrome show the air that we uh need to touch on that we didn't uh with with the racing i thought was great was uh amazing. good car count crowd was fantastic crowd was amazing like, crowd uh, was awesome like crowd give yourselves a hand that was yes. sensational they were insane you can't see it in my picture but i just got our photos back from it and the crowd was electrifying yeah i have one thing i would like to say though Sure. I have seen multiple people online talking about how the racing wasn't good and it was just a bunch of back of the pack drivers getting lapped and causing cautions. There were a lot of yellows, but you can't sit there and complain that we have low car counts. Yeah. And then complain when we have high car counts and some of those cars get into cautions and get into wrecks. I, I didn't think that it was an extraordinary number of mm -hmm. cautions. Um, yeah, there were a few. I didn't think that there was anyone who was really in the way that you would think, oh my gosh, they have to get them off the track and mm -hmm. park them. I think that a number of those cautions, and especially talking with with drivers after, I think a, a number of those cautions were the result of impatient front runners. Mm -hmm. If you had if you'd given it a lap, you would have been able to get by without spinning someone out. Exactly. So. So my my annoyance in it in the complaints are okay. There have been so many people for so many years complaining about how we've had such low car counts, but then also not paying attention to the action we've actually had on the track because you look at right. let's say riverside 2019 was a fantastic race mm -hmm. and there was only 14 cars on track right the finish was amazing it was an amazing race so now when we're hitting above 20 on our car counts for the what the last three races why are we now complaining that the action isn't good because well, that's we must have watched two different races because that <laughs> racing DJ and LP and Ranger and count that was such a Ranger win coming yes. from the back to the front and winning that race. Unbelievable. Using the outside too, because nobody outside. runs the outside at Chaudière like Andrew. No. So like we must have been watching two completely different races because all I saw during that was the incredible battles that were going on, whether it was Cameron and Ra mm -hmm. Ranger's back bumper from Cameron <laughs> was like, this is the back bumper. Normally, 
this is what it looked like. It was so caved in. Yeah. But we must have been watching two completely different races then because there's no way you can tell me that that race was boring. No, not at all. I, I, I think that's uh, misguided criticism. It looked, it, it looked like someone had taken a bite out of the back bumper of yeah. Andrew's car, as a matter of fact. But you're, you're right. And for, for teammates to be racing that mm-hmm. hard side by side, I, I, I don't know where else, you, uh, where else you can find that. I think that was, a, I, no. I think that was wonderful. I think it was a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. So I'm, I, I'm excited. When you put 20 cars on a quarter mile track, you're going, going to have cautions. You're going to have cautions. You're going to have cars bumping into one another. Especially and you're going to have impatient drivers. Yeah. So I, I didn't I, think there was an issue with it at all. I didn't think there was an issue with it at all. How many cars were on the weed lap, though? I can't remember at the end of the race. Uh, I want to say 11, 12. Something like that. It was definitely, I know yeah. the top 10 definitely was in the yes. on the lead lap. But yeah, like you can't. I feel like I'm I just, yeah, I feel like I'm just going to continue busting my breath until upon half years let's go on to something positive about our journey to uh quebec and the autodrome show d'air how was your food experience oh i got my saint hubert i was happy oh barbecue oh well you're in quebec of course you mm-hmm. go to uh the saint hubert so especially when they're when they were sponsoring the race they were presenting yes. sponsor i was going to say did uh, they hook you up or did tag give you some coupons or or what nah. no Full fair. Oh, it's okay. Full fair. Now, did you enjoy great. the, uh, I always enjoy the, uh, the, uh, the hot dogs and uh, the poutine at uh, Chaudière. It's quite good. I uh, did not. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry that you Damn, missed out. I'm so going to have to wait till 2023 the... to try this now. Now here's the thing. I had in my, in my day there, I had two hot dogs, but I had them separately. I had one earlier on in the day. And then I had another one later on. It was, in fact, it was during or just about the start of the rain delay when someone said, oh, I'm going to go get a hot dog. Does anybody want one? And then it's like, well, yeah, you put your hand up and you say, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Because you don't know how long the delay is going to be yeah. and you don't want to be starving when you're having to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, and it didn't occur to me as I just said, yes. And, and uh, Claude comes back with hot dogs from Quebec, you know, this is the way and and but he dressed them differently than I would. And it's like, it's just, it wasn't an issue. I, I <laughs> scarfed it down in no time at all. But it's just there's a depending on where you are, there's a different, um, a different protocol and etiquette in terms of what goes on a hot dog if there's certain kinds of dogs, like I would just put, you know, mustard and relish is good for me or relish and ketchup is good for me, but others it's, you know, you got to have to have ketchup, you have to have mustard or you have to have relish. And, but the thing that got me is this is, I, I normally don't have, it had onions on it. And I never usually eat raw onions. I cook with them all the time, mm-hmm. but never eat raw onions. Still mm-hmm. again, didn't slow me down four bites or five bites and it was gone. Just Do you put raw onions on your burgers or no? No. No. no, interesting. No, not at all. That's very interesting. So I'm a five-year-old child when it comes to my hot dogs. All I put on it is ketchup, unless right. obviously I'm at like Martinsville. Then give the me dog. give me right. the Martinsville dog. I don't yeah. care what the hell's on it. I don't want to ask questions. I'm there for the experience of the Martinsville hot dog. Sure, but yeah, I never. I'm not one. I've never really been one for mustard or rel. Never been one for relish. I don't even really remember what it is. <laughs> But it's, it's pickles that are chopped up and 
Is a few it? spices and things in them. Yeah, they're relish is kind of is again. made with pickles and so yeah. So okay, I'll have to try it again. But for me, it's like whether it's sausage or hot dogs or anything like that, I always just put ketchup on it. Sausage is different. So, you know, sometimes it's spicy mustard. Sometimes it's a different kind of mustard. Sometimes you want other, you want hot peppers on a sausage on a bun. See, it's it's a different thing than a hot dog. Hmm. Yeah, no, for me, it's always just ketchup. But I do like the idea when you were like, at first you said spicy mustard, but my mind went spicy mayo. And I'm like, oh, spicy mayo might be good on a sausage. Chili dogs, ever done chili dogs? I don't think so. Ah, see, there's another experience. That's a mm-hmm. whole up to your elbows, 50 napkins kind of meal, but they're great. Well, imagine yeah. eating chili on a hot dog. And, you oh, know, you and no, I, I yeah. can picture it quite well. And so, 50 napkins is probably an accurate representation of chili dog. <laughs> At least the way so. I eat. Yeah. That's, <laughs> your time just diving right in because it's delicious. But that's one thing I was upset I didn't actually get to eat while I was in Quebec City. I didn't eat poutine. Have you thought of food ideas and options for Newfoundland? I, so I have work to do this week. I will literally spend an entire day of work researching stuff in Newfoundland and I don't have time for that right now. (laughs) So I'm going to look this weekend. I have a few recommendations from the folks that have already been there. Oh, good. And I know that. please. I can't remember the names of them. No, no, just but, my, yeah. yeah. Oh, I will forward them to yeah. you when I have them. Yeah. But I, uh, there was like, I've been told like all of George street is just amazing. Where are you staying in Newfoundland, by the way? No idea. No, no idea. <laughs> You'll find out when you get there. Uh, well, I'll, I'll look in the next week or so, but I have no idea right now. We're staying. I'm not going to say the hotel because creepers, but we're staying. Um, so George street is the main street, like close to the Harbor. Mm-hmm. We're straight staying like right on the harbor. Like Great. you can see out the harbor from the hotel if you have a harbor front view, which I hope I do because beautiful. Give me the views. Um, and then it's like a five-minute walk down to George Street. So we're right in the middle of the action. I'm super excited. So I've been told anywhere on George Street is amazing. Um, George Street Live has been working with our sponsorship department and all that to create a massive amount of festivities for this week concerts all of it so it should be it's going to be amazing i would like to try a different restaurant every night i am getting fish and chips maybe (laughs) maybe a seafood chowder we'll see maybe some lobster mac and cheese i don't eat seafood unless i'm on the coast because i don't i feel like we had this conversation in our first yes we have episode But I do not trust seafood that isn't from like, isn't like fresh from the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seafood. Uh, I'm, I'm all about seafood. You're right. I, I, it's gotta be nice and fresh though. So that's great. No, I'm that's, that's all I'm thinking is great. Mm-hmm. Go seafood and, and enjoy that for a few days. So, um, don't no idea where, what will, I'm we'll, sure there's we'll a figure plethora. Out. First thing I'm doing, I fly in Wednesday. Like I think I get oh, there right before dinner. Oh yeah, I took the extra day. Why not? Yeah. Um, I wanted to be there for the haulers who arrive as well because we like that's it's just gonna be cool to see. Like mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Um, first thing I want to go and find is I want to find a nice little coffee shop. So I like my little boutique coffee shops when I'm in new places. So 
That's cool. That's a cool little uh, tradition. And mm -hmm. coffee is important. If you'll look on my Instagram bio, it says nothing happens before coffee. So that's that what your Instagram bio is. Well, it, it said that's one <laughs> of the sent. That's the last sentence. Nothing happens before coffee, and it's very accurate. A very, very strong mantra. So that's uh, that's it. Now, um, as we you know, kind of find our way towards the uh, the end of this edition <laughs> of of the podcast, let's give ourselves a little uh, promo for an upcoming podcast, which is going to take place on Saturday, July second, at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park as part of the IMSA WeatherTech Weekend. You and I will be doing a live podcast on the grounds on the underneath the the Rev TV umbrella. Well, well, it's more than umbrella; it's a tent. It's not, but but that's. Say, is uh, this really an umbrella? I hope it's, it's not raining then. No, no, no. It's a it's a it's a big tent, and um, it it's uh. So we're gonna do a, a live on location podcast, which I'm kind of looking forward to. It'll be fun mm. and. Uh, I don't, I don't know. We have like usual, we haven't talked and planned that far in advance, yeah. but we'll, you know, maybe we try to find a guest or two and, and see what comes of it, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a fun experience. I'm excited. I'm anxious to have people looking at me while we talk because <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's one thing to just kind of chat while on zoom, but it's another thing to, uh, chat while a bunch of people are, um staring at you so we'll see i'm excited for it though uh it's gonna be really cool i've never been to i don't think i've ever been to an imsa race oh well that's great so this will be a whole other uh, yeah. experience michelin pilot series also runs on mm -hmm. the saturday that's their uh feature race so that will also be part of of mm -hmm. the weekend which is which is great so yeah oh yeah this will be fun i'm, I'm looking I'm forward excited. to it yeah. yeah maybe we'll have some fans sending questions though that would be racing. great so yeah, we'll see, we'll kind of spitball some ideas out there and see what we got. And we'll have a great live episode for you guys. I like that. Maybe we'll take some questions there too. I think that would be. Oh probably, yeah. That would probably be a really yeah. great way to get people involved. Like that. Okay. There we go. This is all, see a plan is Boom. coming together. Oh That's, yeah. It yeah. forms itself very quickly with us. <laughs> very good. So, all right. Um, the ideas, views, opinions, thoughts, suggestions, of Caitlin and Todd on the Racing It Out podcast are representative of their views, either individually or collectively, but not in any way to be associated or married to NASCAR, NASCAR Pinty Series, Rev TV, uh, TSN, um, any anyone that has or may employ us in the future. Yes. How's that? We say things, we own our things. Our employers do not own those things. So hopefully they keep employing us. Yes. We, we like our jobs. <laughs> we like going, we like, we really like our jobs. So. So we want to keep, keep them us. and we want to keep yes. doing the podcast. So exactly. thank you uh, again. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe, uh, like follow the social channels, uh, racing it out on Twitter, on Instagram. We have some, with some stuff, some clips of usually episodes and it gives, it's a good way to go back and sample previous episodes if you've missed them as well. Exactly. Yes. We have covered a plethora of topics on this podcast. You could literally click any one of our nine podcasts. This was number nine, which is insane. Does that mean, does that mean the live one will be our 10th? I guess it will. Yeah. It's too, got a couple of weeks. Well, let's see, let's see, we're having a celebration. It's a, it's a festive <laughs> yeah, celebration. What a way to celebrate our 10th episode. Holy an, moly. Is, what is it? Is there a, some sort of gift exchange that needs to take place? Is there is a, like a 10th anniversary? I don't know what that is. It's, you know, yeah. What is it? 
year one's like what paper or something i don't know. i think so i've never gotten that far so i'm, I'm really not <laughs> do people even still do that yeah i don't probably some do i don't know anyhow but yes we'll that will be the live episode in a couple of weeks at uh, ctmp on july the 2nd it'll be fun we're looking forward to it yeah it's gonna be a great time and okay. uh i guess we'll see you guys then Happy Father's Day to uh, fathers, yes. and um, yes, we'll enjoy uh, enjoy a good week, and I'll see you in Newfoundland if I don't see you uh, before, but I'm sure I'll talk to you before. Oh, well, well, yes, of course, we'll talk before, but if not, next time I'll see you, we'll be on the rock.